is I try to find something that they're doing right first and then say you could make it even better if this. And John Wooden, you know, he's known as the greatest coach of all times in basketball. And uh, somebody did a New York Times Magazine did an analysis of his teaching. About 50% of the time he said they were doing something good. About 50% of the time he was correcting. Not saying it was bad, but correcting. But you know, there are a lot of coaches and they think that this macho image, you did that wrong, can't you get this right? That's not good teaching. Not good. Positive reinforcement and quick reinforcement. As, as quick as possible. Don't make them wait. Of course, now if you're teaching creative writing, you have to wait until you read it and so forth. You, you make adjustments. I use a lot of sports examples because they're so clear. Uh, a lot of what you're saying does, I mean, you started out talking about parenting, but a lot of these concepts do apply to parenting. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and that's, uh, it's, it should be, the house should be a learning environment. It is a place for exploration and a place for feedback from other human beings. Teachers, we call them. Teachers. They're all teaching. That's wonderful stuff. Um, you're, you're, what's your definition of success along the path of mastery? Is, it, it, is there a place where, there can't be a place where you stop. No, you never stop. You never stop. It is uh, your own feeling of satisfaction. Your own feeling of satisfaction. You know, to write a really good paragraph, hey, that's, that's good. And you know, that's last. You can read it years later and say, hey, how the hell did I write this? You know, that's nice. Oh, playing jazz. Um, you're improvising. That's very interesting. You know, you do things you, you didn't know you could do. That's another criteria. If I can do something I didn't know I could do, and in jazz you can do it very quickly. That's very nice. It's just an intrinsic reinforcement. It's not outside. It's not so somebody will brag on you, although that's not a bad idea. But that's not the real joy and the juice of life. It's how it feels inside. And you know, you know. I'm very dedicated to the idea of the potential of the human being. I don't think we've even started to reach any kind of end to this. And I think it's one of the greatest challenges that we have. And I think on the other side of it, the failure of most people to achieve that potential. And you know, this goes all the way back. First of all, you've got to have enough food. People are starving in Africa. They cannot achieve their potential. It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You've got to have air before you can breathe. You've got to have just something very simple. You've got to have food. You've got to have some kind of community. And each of these you have to fulfill. But at the end of that, then you can go beyond anything that you th thought you could do. I, I've been really researching this for many, many years, and I think that my magnum opus, my big book, is going to be the real big book on human potential and the tragedy of people who do not achieve their life, what they could in their life. There's nothing more tragic to me, and this happened to me once, to talk to an old person at the approach of death, and this older person said, I realize now I've wasted my life. It's very sad. So um, I think that I really believe that a great deal of neurosis, dis-ease, unease, uneasiness, nervousness, uh, drug abuse, crime, and perhaps even war can be attributed to the failure of uh, developing our potential. I think it is a matter of the utmost importance.